right. Well, good evening and welcome to what is episode 20, which is a bit hard to believe, really, but episode 20 we've got to. Uh, again, we've had a couple of weeks off since we last got together. The last time we were live, uh, again, we didn't quite manage to get all logistics together. So um, I spent the day with Nick uh, on the Saturday and then met with Bruce on Sunday. So hopefully that kind of got together a little bit, I had a bit of editing to do, but it just about worked. So that was our kind of catch up after the summer and a couple of nice days, one, one in Moulton. Actually, we sat in Scarborough, didn't we, Nick, the day before, actually. We, had, we, we prolonged our 24 hours. So we started off in Scarborough, yep. uh, had a visit to the North Riding uh, Brew Pub. Um, uh, Scalby Mills, and then we had a uh, an afternoon in the Malton Food Festival, and we managed to get a few beers in with uh, Brass Castle and Yorkshire Pudding, uh, Bad Seeds. That was good. And then I met. I bet you with, did that that day. Yeah, and then I, I met with Bruce up. on the Sunday, and we went to a couple of new places in York that we hadn't been to in the previous episodes. It was good. Um, a bunch of the rugby because rugby wasn't particularly good, but there we go. So the plan tonight is we are going to have a a little chat about Whitby. We did we did mention Whitby when we did the North Yorkshire Moors one, but only fleetingly because it was kind of you know, alongside like quite other places. And, and actually, this kind of really comes to that. Um, when I said I was in Yorkshire, me and Nick, we went to Whitby and we, uh, we, we well, again, keen to show Nick a couple of places that he hadn't been to, although he's the he's the local regular up there. Um, there is quite a diverse range of drinking places in Whitby now. So we thought it might be nice just to do a little bit, spend just a, a fairly short podcast, but having a good Whitby because constant uh, it's, staycations etc it's a very popular place to go uh it's busy all year round now isn't it, nick really uh, Whitby, it's, a, it's all season, gonna, isn't it? yeah i was just gonna say unfortunately it's getting a bit like york i would avoid whitby on a saturday because mm. you literally get coach loads of people coming down from the northeast and i ain't got anything wrong with people from the northeast i lived up there for two three years of my life but they bring him down in coaches with the sole intention of just going around the pubs and getting blasted so yeah. by the time you get to the middle afternoon, there are quite a few drunk people about, which is yeah, that's what yeah. I hate about York now on a Saturday. So, yeah, if you are planning a trip, either if you want to go the weekend, go on a Sunday or um, during the week sometime. And it's uh, it's it's a lot nicer atmosphere, a lot quieter. And again, the, the kind of, to be honest, most of the places we've, we've looked and looked at or discussed this afternoon, this evening, are the kind of places that are probably a little bit off the trail. So you tend not to get as many people, like you say, on the kind of lager run or whatever. And I think that's why, again, we particularly like the brewery. And again, for those on YouTube, we've got a picture there of, of a pint, um, which must be one of the fan- well, one of the brewery taps with probably the best view, looking over the old Gothic uh, Whitby Abbey uh, on the headland there. And I said, because up that big hill and slightly out of the town, the, the brewery is not a bad place to head to. Um, it won't be quiet because it's a very busy place. And I think, Nick, you were there a week ago, and you, even then you still have to queue to get a table. Um, it's quite a big venue, isn't it, with the indoor and the outdoor bit. is see quite a few people there, but very busy. But um, certainly out of the main tourist place, isn't it, really, when you kind of – and even is, what habits you, You've more. got to remember that it acts as a magnet, and also there's the big yeah. car park up there. It's surprising yeah, how yeah. many people actually park on yeah. the cliff there and then walk down, and then walk down into the yeah. town. You know, you see yeah. them all coming back up after they've had to climb the 199 stairs. Yeah. And then there's another slope up to the actual car park, which is behind the Abbey. So I say it's always surprised me how many, you know, whenever we've been to Whitby, yeah. we never have thought of parking up there. But obviously we always cut that in now because of the lure of the brewery. Yeah, yeah. But I think for us, it's probably the seaside town. I mean, obviously we're quite blessed in that we've got Scarborough, Bridlington, Friday. But I think Whitby is probably, our, would be our personal choice if you were going out for a day. It's got a bit of everything, hasn't it, Whitby? It's got the old town. It's got obviously the, the 
you know, the kind of brash kind of down by the harbour, which is all amusements and, and, and lager joints and fish and chips. Um, some nice walks. And we, we, also we did quite a nice walk down the main uh, beach. Um, it's got surfing, bodyboarding. The beach is quite nice there. The, the, uh, the North Bay is really nice. Fossiling on the south, the south cliff and the south side. It's, um, it's a nicer drive over there as well. Yeah, I mean, the, coast, the coastline of bus service that runs from uh, Leeds to Scarborough, if you change buses at Moulton, then it takes you up over the North Yorkshire Moors and it was voted the most scenic bus route in the country. Mm. So once again, if you're thinking about using public transport, if you are on the beers, it is possible to do it. You've got to check your timetable because that bus only runs about three times a day yeah. and it is a popular one especially with us people of a certain age who have got bus buses. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. They yeah, occupy the yeah, front yeah, seats upstairs, yeah. take the flasks, take the sandwiches, basically don't get off the bus, I don't think, because uh, it is quite a long run out there. But, Didn't they do yeah. one of those, um, docu- you know, those well, doc- documentaries, you know, where they were doing like the videos. It was on lockdown when I know they did the kind of uh, West Coast Highland Railway. I'm sure they did. Um, that buzz journey to Whitby as well on you know well, if, just set the camera if they around. haven't then there'll be somebody have done it yeah. on YouTube it'll be on there I'm sure it is <laughs> but yeah so it's, it's a and nicer run out of a really than, than the A64 to Scarborough and we mentioned that again if you again from Pickering of course you can also catch a steam train which, which can take you all the way to Whitby yeah. um, not not every every time there's a bit of a diesel um, kicks in as well but again if you're lucky you can get a steam train all the way to uh, Whitby and Whitby is on the, the line that comes down from Middlesbrough as well but there's a connection now via the, the North Yorkshire Moors as well which is where we mentioned last time so Bruce is supposed to be joining us but we have waited and we have waited so we've given up slightly he's he's somewhere because he's up, he's receiving my messages um, but not receiving my calls at the moment so I don't know whether he's having problems logging in or he's trying to chase a laptop around the house I guess schools Chucked, are back so chopped on a sausage or a pie or something and, well, I know it's Sunday night, so I feel like my household there'll be there'll be homework suddenly be coming out of the uh, ether that has been forgotten about since Friday afternoon. So, anyway, he may well join us, uh, but if not, we'll crack on. So, uh, as always, just quick quick um, roundup of any beery highlights that we've been having. Um, I say it's been a couple of weeks since we were last on the podcast, so um, I think I mentioned this to last time I saw Nick or I've shared it with Nick. Uh, one of my highlights is the we've talked about this I think previously, but Jewels Jowls, which was the Staffordshire-based uh, uh, brewery um, that uh, lost, I think it was back in the 1960s when it was bought out by Bass and lost the name. Um, there's been a couple of revivals, but around about well, 15 years ago now, uh, a people managed to get hold of the uh, Jowls's um, name and they started to brew again. They actually brewing a place called Market Drayton, which actually is in Shropshire and Staffordshire. Um, but one of their longer term projects was to get, get back to stone. Um, and so what they have done is they have um, spent quite a lot of money, actually, uh, and they have built what is now called the, the uh, Stone Wharf, Jules Wharf. Um, it's not it, the pictures, again, for those on YouTube. I don't think Nick, you've seen this building. The old Jules' warehouse is right on the Trenton Mersey Canal. Actually, that's they've not used that. They're just a little bit further on. And it's a fairly impressive building. Um, and they've also created a community theatre, and um, it's quite a big space. So uh, that opened uh, over the summer. Um, I must admit, the first time I went, it actually came back out again because it was absolutely rammed. And it's got a wonderful bar, but it's a bit like Weatherspoons. There's no real point of, you know, where you can queue anything. So you just get this huge gaggle around the bar and the poor bar staff trying to work it out. But we've been since, and a bit of a quieter, and a couple of photos there. It's, 
it's carbonous inside. It's massive. I think it's cracking that they've, you know, returned to the roots, really. Absolutely. It's so nice when, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and the booths there, they've got all the booths are named after each of their pubs. So all the pubs that they now have is quite, they're growing quite a, uh, you know, quite a, a, a number of, of pubs now, an estate of pubs, and everyone's named after one of their particular pubs. It's quite nice. Um, it's got upstairs. It's got loads of loads of areas. Obviously, there there quite a lot of their beers. To be honest, their beers can be a bit hit and miss now and then. Um, I, I used to quite like them, and again, maybe as they've really expanded, um, they do taste better at the brewery in Market Drayton. It's got a very nice tap. Have you been there, Nick, to the one in Market no. Drayton? It, only like time I went to Market Drayton, that's where the big theme park is, is it? No, no, that's Drayton Manor. That's a bit further right. south. That's little, uh, Litchfield Way. Um, no, the right. nice thing about the um, the tap in Market Drayton is they've got Mousy Man Thompson uh, oh. panelling because mm. apparently they bought Lock, Stock and Barrel from, I think it was a bank in Leeds, and it's absolutely fantastic. So the bottom of the, the bottom bar area, has got Mouseman, Mouseman furniture and Mouseman, the whole walls. You know, it's fantastic. So I need to take you there because obviously oh. Mouseman's up from uh, near Thirsk in, in uh, Kilburn, um, which we're, again, we, we don't, not far from Malton where the podcast gets its name. And, and this uh, also, Nick, the um, trademark, this again, this, this red cross was again one of those very early trademarks, like the Bass Triangle. I was going to say, I mean, it's, with, with my brewery earlier, it's certainly distinctive. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm always surprised that the red cross the international Red Cross yeah, have never yeah. disputed with them that hang on, you can't use that anymore. <coughs> yeah. Because it is very distinctive. To the late 17, early 1800s. So a bit like that Bass Triangle. And again, fairly simple when people couldn't really read and write. So it was just the, the, the Red Cross was Joseph. So, so, so in theory, jewels could pursue the Red Cross then, could they? And say, hey, <laughs> you're using our trademark. Because yeah. obviously the, the Red Cross is, is, is the reverse of the Swiss yeah, flag. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. Switzerland always being yeah. neutral and therefore acting as a yeah. as a as a yeah. neutral go between. So, about yourself, Nicholas, have you been uh, far this last couple of weeks? Uh, yes and no. I've just been working. Uh, not got out for many sessions other than than uh, when me and you got together. Mm. Um, my other half dropped it on me last weekend that she needed to take it to Newcastle because she was doing the Great North Run. So I didn't know anything about it until nine o'clock the Sunday morning uh, because her um, session, they did it in three three waves this year, which I think was actually better because everybody was of the same sort of ability, which meant that, yeah. you know, you didn't have people trying to chase two and chase times down. Everybody was going to send the same pace. So, yeah, prospect of spending four hours in Newcastle while she was doing the run, although she did it in three hours and ten, which was better than four hours. So I had a walk around the town. Uh, where it set off from was, a, I think it's called Exhibition Park or the Town Moor, and uh, came across Wylam Brewery, and I thought, oh, oh yeah, I'm all yeah, right here. Yeah. But then the sign outside saying, sorry, closed um, to visitors today because they were acting as a hospitality venue for uh, whether it was some of the charities or what, I don't know. Uh-huh. So when I looked, peered through the windows, like uh, an orphaned child, there was people <laughs> enjoying food and drink, but couldn't get in there. So I'll certainly, back to Newcastle next time, certainly check out the Wyland Brewery. So ended up down the Red House. Should have we blagged your way in, mate. Should have said, do you know well, what's up, Hill podcast here? Well, uh, quite I'm high. press. <laughs> so walked down to the Red House, which I spoke about when we did Newcastle. I had a yeah. pint there. Uh, what did I have a pint of? It was um, Cowden Brewery's Bladen Black, or Bladen Brick, as it were. So that was all right. All right, yeah. And then went to the Weatherspoons that we like on the quayside. But unfortunately, I'm afraid they only had the normal Ruddles, Doombar, Abbott, or 
Green King IPA. And then they had two guests on, one of which went off just as she was pulling for me. So I ended up with a purple moose brewery, which is a Welsh beer. Uh, tried it before. And of course, I could only have a couple because yeah, I was driving yeah. later on that day. Um, was going to go in the Crown Posada. Now, Crown Posada outside the blackboard said they should be open on a Sunday um, at lunchtime, but they weren't. So don't know what was happening there, really. But this is still a theme. As I say, I went out for a quick one in Malton last night and we've got... Um, We've got some chain pubs. Marston's have the Derwent Arms, as you know, Mike in Norton, biggest pub probably in town. And yet eight o'clock on a Saturday night, it was closed. It was in mm. darkness. Mm. Makes me wonder why. Yeah. Is it because they can't get the staff? Is it staffing. because yeah. they've poached the manager to put him mm. into one of their busier pubs in a town? Mm. Mm. You know, because if you've got the choice of Malton pub that ticks over steadily or pub in Central York on a Saturday night, which one do you sacrifice? So... Whether it's that, what, I don't know. But I say, you know, 8 o'clock on a Saturday night for the biggest pub in town to be closed was, was quite surprising when yeah. it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a national chain pub. So, And as you know, Mike, they spent a hell of a lot of money on it. They certainly yeah, took yeah. money back here. Yeah. Because yeah. they did that about six months before COVID it. So uh, what else has there been? Went to Smith's Arms in Beckwith Shore, one of our favourite, that is a chain pub, but one of our favourite pubs. And in fact, they probably had the best range of real ales that I've seen in the last three or four weeks. Uh, end up really enjoying the Dark Horse Brewery's um, Hitton Pale. Dark Horse Brewery based in Skippen, Skipton. Uh, very distinctive pump click. If you remember the three ducks in um, Ilkley, Mike, it's like, mm. you know, the yeah, old yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cast iron um, village pointers, the, the street pointers on the on the crossroads and the, the T-junctions with the sort of like the oval ridings badge at the top of it. That's what their uh, the pump clip is, uh, Hitton Pale. So that was really nice. Uh, been in a couple of spoons. We've started going the one in Driffield. Um, picked up one of their real ale tasting notes, September, November. But in fact, once again, there, they had the normal four. And then they had two guests on. And I ended up drinking. It was the uh, Strathaven Ebony, which was an oatmeal stout. Uh, very toasted, very roasted. But a couple of pints that went down very nicely. So that's my beer highlights, I think, for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that that kind of shows you beer. A couple places I've been recently where, again, there was very limited choice. And it's funny, I was I went to the craft bar on Friday night and they were saying, no, we're having no problems getting beer. And I had a mini mini trip to Maxfield yesterday, which actually was, it turned out, we were actually going to food festival, which then we realised how we did, we found out as we sat on the station that it had been cancelled the week me. before. So anyway, I managed to change into a, a bit of a, trip to quite some again fairly newish kind of micro bars that have opened up so but they all had a quite a fantastic range on i'm looking now um started on roosters um then went on to uh fortitude which is uh from the bistol bistol beer factory mm. i had a beer from sweden i had a polly's hazy bale i had um one that's more local um and then uh six downs and then a titanic so Again, quite. Oh, and I had an Osset as well. I had an Osset blonde at one point. So, again, you know, obviously beers, beers getting uh, getting around the place. So, very good. Well, um, this is what I'm thinking about Weatherspoons. Obviously, the, the price that Weatherspoons will pay for the beers. I'm thinking maybe a lot of the independent little breweries are thinking, well, you know, let's sell our beer for what we can get the most yeah, for it. Yeah. And this is why Weatherspoons are having to drop back on the Green King um, supply, yeah, which yeah. is a IPA. And then obviously, you've got your Mastons as well. Um, so that's that's why you're seeing those. And then we hear today but, there's a there's a CO two 
possible shortage. I know the oh, yes. big factory near us on, on on the on the D side has, has shut down because of the cost of gas. Again, so I reckon yep. that's the next thing we're going to be facing. No cab. Yeah. Now I must tell a little bit about one of my highlights because I've talked about this place a couple of times. So again, uh, went up to Buxton. I think we've been now. We've been somewhere else. We called into Buxton, um, and the tap house actually in the town had, re- had reopened. I think last time we mentioned that. None that you'd been through the, the only the brewery, um, which is very it's nice. Closed. Yeah. Done there, but the, they said it was a bit. And it is quite a small venue. Anyway, it has reopened. Although it's it's interesting. It's reopened slightly differently. It's not. It's called now Bar Something. Um, in kind of looks like it's in it's in conjunction with the, with the tap house. So, anyway, I went in there. Very nice. It's very busy actually. We just managed to just actually get the last two probably walk-in seats that were available, um, and had a couple of their caspies. And then I I thought I'd better do this. So I had one of their Buxton Omnipolo double blueberry ice cream soft serve, which again for those on YouTube, there is a very unlooking like beer on the left there, which I'm sure Nick would definitely not be down your uh, down your thing. So Omnipolo are a Swedish brewery, and apparently, they don't, they don't, in fact, they don't. Sorry, they don't actually have a brewery. They're a gypsy brewer. They just tend to go around and brew mad and wonderful beers, and they've come up with this idea of um, uh, soft serve. So what happens is they pour your they pour your beer out of a normal keg, but then they go to the back of the bar where again for those on 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 the picture here, it's like an ice cream type slushy like a Mister Twirly machine that has some God knows what they put in it, but that gives you a very creamy almost soft serve like ice cream head on it, which again if I go back to that picture, uh, that's that's kind of what you get. You get that uh, a, a very very uh, blueberry beer with a thing on it. So it was all right. It was a little bit sour in a way, but then the soft serve kind of softens it. So um, I probably wouldn't rush it again, but it was it's one to take off anyway. So there we well, go. I'm just looking at that quote there. One of the world's most important <laughs> breweries right now. Well, I've never heard. Yeah. Of it. Yeah, and no, why they, they consider themselves to be important when they're doing stuff like that, I just don't know, really. <laughs> they're at cutting edge, they're at cutting edge. Right, beer news. Mm. Uh, again, just to catch up a little bit, really. Obviously, recently has been the um, revival, the, the rebrand of Allsops. And I know a couple of the other podcasts have, have kind of been talking about this in a bit more detail. So Allsops, again, was one of the very famous um, 19th century, 18th century Burton brews. Uh, again, back to Nick's thing about branding and trademarks, the red hand that was very famous. And you still actually see that, don't you, quite a lot. You still often see all sorts of lettering on pubs and especially on windows. Mm. So again, a couple of guys have got together. They've, they've bought the name and they've just released the first sets of beers. So there's a bit of a hoo-ha about that. I think Pete Brown, um, obviously beer writer extraordinary, is involved in um, part of the team that's putting these together. So I've not yet seen any in the shop, but I will keep my eye open and perhaps we'll, get, we'll try and get a bottle each and have, and have a taste of it. So they're just currently doing a pale ale and an India pale ale. Well, it makes um, sense again, doesn't it? You know, pale ale yeah. is popular. And as, as it says there on the branding, the pale ale which made our name. Mm. So it, it's common sense to bring an old recipe back that was a pale ale that seems to be flavour of the month now with a lot of people. And again, if you remember, Pete Brown did the book where he took the pale ale from Burton to India to actually kind of see kind of what happens to it. And that's some of the India pale he's been involved with that. And, and it is trying to find the real... Well, not the real, but you know, going back to the heritage taste of what that that pale ale would have tasted like oh. back in the 18th century, when when again, like you say, the, it got its name really. Which again, we could catch up, Nick. What are you drinking tonight? And you, you, you know, you have a glass I'm, there. I'm still drinking my birthday present. Mm-hmm. Frodingham's best. All right, going down well. And I think we mentioned they won an award at the World Beer Championships, didn't mm. they, for that particular class, or mm. was it the Europeans? And then they were going on to the worlds. 
So yeah. I'm not caught up with them, but certainly, uh, yeah, yeah, nice for a Sunday night. Frothingham's best. Yeah, well, I'm sticking to one. So I had a few yes and a few Friday. So I'm actually one of my uh, Thornbridge beers, my my box game last week. So this is Whiskers on Kittens, which is one of their collabs. This is with Simple Things Fermentations, and this is their Chocolate Dunkel Vice beer, which actually is quite nice. It's not a bad little drink for a Sunday night with a little little hint of autumn. So it's a bit like a kind of liquid Kit Kat, is it? What I'm getting at the moment. So it's quite nice, six point two percent. So it's it's you know not too bad really. Yeah, I think chocolate with with wheat beer, uh, with vice yeah, beer is is is, is, is see, okay. It's palatable. See it, Paul. There, it's not particularly dark. It's yeah, it's more of a dark amber beer than the kind of yeah. the, the rich kind of yeah. um, toastiness. So see how that goes. I was going to ask you, you haven't come across any of this zero Guinness yet, have you? No. No, because I'm no. trying to look out for that as well. So Guinness have, have brought out a zero Guinness, which we'll have to maybe pick up at some point as well. Uh, I just like this one. I know you saw this. Thing. I just like this one. Mm. I think this is one on the, on the beer Twitter. Uh, the Southampton Arms, which is in London, um, have got a, uh, uh, a a cellar full of pot noodles because back in the wacky days of whenever it was June or whatever, you know, the substantial meal bit. So they were giving out a free bowl of noodles. Uh, with every pint to get around those regulations. And obviously they've got boxes, so they were offering any student on their way to uni could pop around and pick up a whole box of noodles that <laughs> was getting probably near to their sell-by date, which I thought was quite yeah. interesting. And again, reminder, really, because it's, it's, you know what, I, almost, I'm sorry, I've been, well, I've been in, I don't know, five or six places over the weekend, and it, it is back to normal, you know. I, everywhere I, I went was um, back to going to the bar and asking for a beer. Um, nobody was wearing masks, I've got to say. Uh, we did start wearing masks, but then we just gave up and said, you know what, nobody else is wearing a mask. So, mm. um, so it just feel like we're kind of heading towards normality, but it's not long ago, is it? Then we had, you know, all that debate about what was it, scotch eggs and sausage rolls and what was a substantial meal. So you could substantial meals, time, yeah. wasn't it? It was, you know, it's not yeah. less than a year see, ago we were doing that. At, at the moment, the pubs and hospitality, even though the struggling with staff are benefiting from the 5% VAT, now that's going to be going yeah. up to... I think that's going to go up to 12.5%. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. it's this yeah. side of Christmas next, and then yeah. obviously yeah. back up again. So that's something we've got to consider. I mean, we've all said that it's obvious that the price of beer has gone up. Now, I heard somebody debate this and saying, oh, well, it hasn't really. It's just that we haven't put our prices up in two years. Yeah, yeah. You've got to remember that because mm. you weren't drinking our beer last year, we would have put it up, and therefore yeah. we put it up again this year. So you've had, yeah, you've had yeah. a double increase. But even yeah. so... You know, it's been noticeable. Um, that's the good thing about, you know, one of our locals, Steve, up at the E.O. Martin Royal Oak. Uh, he's got paddles on board now as well. So oh, he always yeah. has three beers yeah. on. So once again, like I do at the New Malton, I have a third of each one and then decide which is my favourite. So once again, you can get a paddle up there. I think, you know, £3.40 a pint is going to be the cheapest in the area now. I say, mm-hmm. looking at back at the image there, you've got on the, on, on the screen, Whitby Brewery, uh, £4 a pint. Yeah, and that yeah, was that was yeah. in their own backyard. Yeah. Now, once yeah. again, if it means that keeps them up and going, you know, I don't mind. But you know, from what you've been used to paying for a beer to go to four pound a pint, uh, basically, literally yards from where it's being made, they can't mm. see the transport costs. Um, they've doubled the size of the city now because they've not only got mm-hmm. their outside area, but the inside is open again. They're saving money on not having to staff and wait at a service at tables. Yeah, so people the bar, are yeah, yeah, queuing yeah, at the bar. So yeah, they're saving yeah. a little bit of money that way. I mean, yeah. hey, I'm not knocking them, but, yeah. you know, it's, uh, yeah, £4 a bite. That seems to be the norm now. 
Right, no problems. Um, oh, I, I just had a message from Bruce. Uh, you're right, Nick. He's popped out the Crystal Palace and turned his phone off. Um, and just talking about you two. Yeah, Crystal, yeah. Crystal Palace is a no. Sam Smith pub, everybody. So obviously there's a rule about knocking phones and things like that. Yeah, yeah. That said, he knew that we were going to be going live at seven o'clock. So, hmm. And he won't, be, he won't be drinking anything decent in there. He'll probably be, yeah, I don't know no. what he'll be on. But anyway, there we are. No worries. So I've just said he can dally if he wants. So anyway, we went to Whitby a couple of weeks ago, me and Nick, and uh, we had a nice walk to start with. Um, and I just said, we took the, uh, well, we took the, um, whatever the word is, we kind of said, you know what, let's go and try a couple of different places. Um, I think I'd been into both of them before, or actually only one um, when it was just as the bottle shop was open. So we set off. So this is our little trip around Whitby with goths, whale bones and kippers I put on my little opening thing. So actually we started off with a lovely walk heading towards Sanzan, which I mentioned, if you want to walk Whitby, uh, make sure the tide's right. Um, you can pretty much walk either all the way down the beach if the tide's on its way out, uh, or if not, there's a promenade that goes about halfway, doesn't it, Nick, um, yep. from Whitby? And, and then we went up on the... Oh, a good long promenade, yeah. As you can see, for those on YouTube, it's a fantastic, A, a fantastic beach, but also a fantastic views as well. And if you do make it as far as Sanzan, which I think is around about two and a half, three miles, I think, from Whitby along along the beach. So it's a fair walk. And I know same same back, although you can go up on the top. Um, there is the Heart Inn, which is quite a nice little pub, just in just off the beach in Sanzen. It's, it is a Green King pub, but they normally have black sheep on and a couple of Yorkshire beers so uh, and, and do some very nice food. And in fact, Sanzen's a bit of a foodie place now. So I know there's a fish cottage across the way, a pizza place that get really good write-ups. So definitely worth if you've got a you know if you've got a full day in Whitby, um, and like Nick said, if it's really manic in the certainly down by the harbour, just walk through the harbour and get on the beach and, and probably the first bit's normally busy but after you get to the middle bit Nick it's often quite quiet isn't it? it's still a very popular spot but you kind of find your own space you, do, more, you notice you? you get a lot of camper vans there I don't know whether the house was mm. overnight but all the way along the front where a decent beach is yeah. you've got one long road for parking That's up right. the side yeah. of yeah. Uh, and so you get a lot of camper vans there I know yeah. some of them are surf dudes because they do do a little yeah. bit of like bodyboarding yeah. surfing yeah, there yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if anybody's got a camper van and obviously you're going to have a few beers and you want to be able to pack up for the night, then it seems that is acceptable. That is allowed on that, uh, yeah, that stretch yeah. of road where they So, so we walked, actually walked back. We kind of came up onto the top and then we, uh, oh, Bruce should go back to me. He's still in the sound system, so he can't use his phone. So he's not going to dial in. So anyway, there we go. Uh, we walked back up onto the cliff uh, again. So we, again, slightly cut the crowds off. And he head to kind of the newish side of the town or the, the north side of the harbour. And and I think that you'd been part of you'd been in the Arch Nabby. I don't know. I've, I've been in a couple of times. And I mentioned it when we did the North Yorkshire episode. And I think a couple of times I've done my beery highlights. So this is down uh, Skinner Street, which is a street that kind of takes you to the top of the kind of main shopping area in Whitby. Uh, famous because Botham's, the very famous Whitby bakers, are, are halfway down there. And some nice little old shops, aren't they? Quite um, traditional shops on this street. Um, there's a couple of kind of uh, beer food places. And then towards the bottom is the Arch Abbey, which was a former ladies' dress shop, quite an old-fashioned ladies' mm. dress shop. Uh, actually only opened back in July. I checked it, actually. It opened in July... Uh, 2019, I think. Oh, no, sorry, 2018. So just before kind of lockdown. Um, apparently, it was a couple who had been working for a pub co for quite a few years. And the pub co just basically pulled the literally the rug from under them. They lost their jobs. They lost their, their house because they lived in the pub. So they actually set up a crowdfunding um, 
uh, you know, crowdfunding, and they got enough money to, to buy this property, or I guess they're renting it probably, and convert it into what's quite a nice little micro pub, Nick. So, so I've been in it, so perhaps, you, you know, give us your thoughts of the place. Yeah, it's a nice use of the building because uh, I dare say if another retail operator had gone in there, first thing would have probably done is pulled out those windows and made it all modern and nice inside. So mm. they haven't done that much inside. You can't say it's, it's, it's a comfortable, comfortable with big, soft, squishy sofas. But as one of those real ill-type bars, pubs, it's, it's good. I mean, it's, it looks big there. It's not huge yeah. because it doesn't mm. go back a long way, does mm, it? That's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, once again, you know, the nice thing was they had the plank on there, so you yeah. could try the thirds, which is all what we were doing because, in fact, the reason why we didn't walk to San Zendi, remember, mate, we'd, we'd uh, promised your other half that we were only going to be a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we thought, right, well, we can't really get into a much of a session. Yeah, we're going to hit yeah. two or three pubs, so... Yeah. We had the board in there. Noticed that we were on the Bosons. In fact, I was on the Bosons last night in the yeah, new right. yeah. So yeah. that's 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 a beer that's doing its round round here at the moment. I think it's Wakefield. Uh, uh, it's Weatherby. Weird that, Weatherby. Weatherby, is it? All oh, right. Yeah. The fact that Bosons is, you would think it's attached to the sea and, and Navy and stuff well, like I that. Can, but... I, I'll update you on that in a minute because I've All done right, a bit okay. of research. Um, the Durham one I've had before, I quite, I think that was my, I think that was my choice. I think we both liked that. Yes. That was that yeah. white gold blonde, wasn't it? Yeah. Which was four percent, which was nice. Uh, we the guy behind the bar was great. He gave a little smile to us. He's in for us on YouTube. Uh, we had a nice welcome. It was fairly steady, wasn't it? There was families in. Yeah. There was a couple of guys like like me and you having a beer. There's also mentioned before they do a very nice coffee and cake in there as well. So it's one of those kind of as as the day goes through. They don't open late either. I don't think they shut about eight o'clock at night. But definitely worth. It's a little bit off the kind of normal touristy route around uh, Whitby. Uh, but if you head up the kind of high street and keep going um, and turn right uh, towards kind of where the museum is, uh, it's, it's just off the corner there. Um, and like Nick said, yeah, we tried a Boston's uh, Brown Ale, the Maiden Voyage, which again, for those new YouTubers, is the, is the one right on the right. And then there was also another blonde, which I think was the one in the middle, which was there down the hatch. So yeah. Boston's actually began in Huddersfield, but relocated to Weatherby in 2021. Um, and they, the brewery is, again, one of the kind of industry groups, I think. They do sometimes have a pop-up uh, tap, it says. They actually actually go back to 2013, um, and actually initially were in Wakefield, and then moved to Huddersfield, so they, yeah. they moved around a little bit. I knew they were Wakefield staff with, yeah. Yeah, a big yeah. flood, apparently, uh, which made, made them move out of Wakefield. Um, the founder is a guy called Graham Adams, and he spent most of his time in the Navy. Uh, and so that's well, why his beers have a naval theme, yeah. which is, makes sense. Made really? a voyage down the hatch, which is all to do with with naval yeah. phrases and terms. Yeah. Now, again, when I was when I was doing a bit of research, actually, the brewery was actually was up for sale in 2019, and they're asking 65,000 for it uh, because it was spotted that again. I think one of the local papers in Weatherby was saying that uh, Mr. Andrews and his wife were not very well, so. I don't know whether mm. somebody has taken the brewery on, so couldn't get any more up-to-date information on that, really. So it may be worth uh, looking out for that. But definitely um, a good range of beers. Like you say, they seem to be becoming more more available um, doing the rounds, certainly in your neck of the woods, in Yorkshire. So mm. worth looking out for. But definitely the Arch Nabby, um, as you see there, they've always got four casks on and then probably another four or five um, keg beers on as well. And then they had a, they had a fridge as well, didn't they? Yeah, and bottles. So and, they had a and, fridge and, with the craft stuff in. Yeah, which mm. is quite nice. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's Boston's. That's the bit I got there. Um, Handcraft mm. Real Ales, Brewed in Cask, and Bottles developed for Trading Home Drillery. So, again, maybe look out for Boston's as well. So we then went down into the old town and over the Swing Bridge, famous Swing Bridge in Whitby, 
which again, I think, was it closed to traffic that day? And they've been doing that, haven't they, this summer? They've, been they've, they've closed it completely, yeah, just the volume yeah. of people. So, yeah, which makes it a no bit traffic. safer, doesn't it? Because it's always been a bit hairy there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was when they were they, they put a one-way system as well for pedestrians. Yeah. They expected yeah. people to walk at one side of the bridge. Nobody took much notice of it, to be honest with you. But yeah. at least it meant that, I mean, it's been crying out for that for a long time. And I should also suggest that the weight of vehicles as well going over, mm-hmm. it'll actually help mm-hmm. preserve the bridge a bit more. So anyway, you go over the bridge towards the old town, so you're going to cross in south of the river, as it were. Um, you come on your right straight away, there's kind of a hippie, gothy shop on the corner, and then you can look out for Grape Lane. Grape Lane is a classic, very, again, uh, pedestrianised, very little narrow. Again, there's a picture there on YouTube on the right-hand side there, narrow, I guess, almost yeah, you, medieval you, lane, isn't you it? Could, well, you could be in any traditional fishing village. Yeah, you could be in Cornwall, yeah, you could yeah. be in Wales, you could be one of those little narrow lanes that runs parallel to the actual harbour, to the port. Mm. Uh, and that's where the Captain Cook Museum is off down there. But yeah, the building's down there. Little poke, the little shops, little real tier units. And obviously this is what's happening with the Green Dragon. Yeah, in fact, there's actually two micro pubs on. Well, there was. There's a Green Dragon towards the town end. As you go a bit further out towards the car park end, there was uh, some, a place called the Quirky Den, but that has been looks fairly closed at the moment. It does, it's very small again, so... <laughs> Again, Pop was limited uh, in what they could do. As next mentioned, there's also the Captain Cook Museum down Grape Lane as well. And again, a bit of research. Apparently, it used to be called Grope Lane. Now, they reckon it was called Grope Lane because it, when it was very dark, you had to literally grope your way along the uh, the wall. But again, remember Bruce told us about Grope Lane in, in York was um, probably for other things that sailors probably I would needed. think that was it. The ladies, ladies <laughs> of the, the night hanging out for them, yeah. Because it is literally just off the harbour, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, on the left-hand side is the Green Dragon, which is a fantastic little emporium. Uh, on one side, you've got a very, very well-stocked bottle shop, um, bottles and cans almost to, to the ceiling. Uh, fantastic range, both lots of Yorkshire beers, but then also full-range continental beers, American beers, Belgian beers, really nice. And then to the right, there is a very, very small little tap room as well. So I think I've only been here before uh, to take out, so you could take in your growl and take out. But this time, thankfully, it was open. Uh, and me and Nick managed to get, actually, where that picture's taken, we got in that, literally where that, looking in that little room there. So I don't know what, it'll mm. see probably about, what, Nick, 12, 14 people, probably max. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially these folks with dogs in there they seem to like dogs because yeah, yeah. the, the lady who's the landlady seemed to make a fuss of dogs and it looks yeah. like the locals take the dogs in there now the problem yeah. is I wouldn't like to have had a few and try and negotiate my way <laughs> over dogs and people yeah. sat in there yeah it's quite an intimate space isn't it yeah yeah you have to mm. probably yeah uh, I think everybody did everybody was chatting to each other beers were trying to get there it was a mix of locals locals people like me and you popping in to yeah. try a beer and then one two tourists obviously popping in as well so again, um, we were on Thursday, weren't we as well? I think. Or uh, did we do Thursday? Did we do Parkham? But we did in there. I need to check my taps. And anyway, I think I, I had the Colonel because that was on, which is the Colonel Pale Ale. Uh, Nick, you think you had the Daya, which was a session IPA, and then we shared a marshmallow mm. and peanut ice cream stout. Did, were we perhaps on two thirds in there? We could have been, yeah. I think we were, yeah. Because, again, I've, I've put the, the kind of... Because, beer, uh, number one, they were all pretty strong. And number yeah, two, that's right. they, were, they right. were a fair price as well. Mm. I mm. think you were looking over a £5 for a pint. So, having the two-thirds... Just brings quite, quite it, seeing that... Uh, brings it down a little bit. You know, makes it more like the price of a pint, but yeah. you're not getting a pint. No, I think you're right. I think we had two-thirds, then we had a half of that uh, ice cream stout that we shared between yeah. ourselves, which, unfortunately, didn't, didn't have the soft serve. 
Uh, but again, was another another new brewery for us, and that was um, this Playbrew Brewery, which again I'd not heard of before. But again, a little bit of research. They're, they're based in Middlesbrough, um, although I think again they they've either moved recently or they have brewed Middlesbrough. Yeah, they actually in Leeds, so that was. Well, it. I was I was going to say they they spent much <clears throat> on the graphic design, haven't they? Well, it's supposed to be retro. They're going for a very. We bring you craft beer with a nostalgic twist, born of influential culture of the eighties and nineties, and they're very well known for their uh, arcade. So a lot of their beers have a link to the old arcade games. Mm. Um, like you say, very kind of retro thing. So um, I think we, I think the marshmallow stout was kind of all right, but probably a third was about enough for us both. I think it was quite strong as well, I remember rightly. But anyway, another another new beer to tick off. Um, and then we've, we've talked about the brewery quite a lot, really. So, I mean, it, it's a bit of a walk, but it's, it's a fantastic walk up there. Um, I, I, I took Nick up a new way, which is up the donkey field, as it's called. Which again, mm. you miss you miss the night the hundred ninety nine steps, which are probably busy every day of the year, and even into the night it's busy because you get people going on bat walks and goth walks and God knows what. Um, <clears throat> but there's a back, slightly back way. Um, as Nick said, the brewery's right up on top of the hill. There's a massive big car park up there. Actually, quite a reasonable car park, isn't it? For for, for um, Whitby, that's why you said a lot of people use it. There is actually some free parking, Nick, on the road by the allotments if you get mm. there early enough. Get a spot there. There's a big campsite up there. So again, if you were coming for a weekend, there's quite a nice campsite. Although, I think that campsite gets a little bit uh, weather beaten when the weather turns. Yeah, um, right. Like Nick says, this was an old farm, so the breweries towards the back. Uh, you queue up uh, these days. There's a little bar servery on the left of the picture you can see uh, as we're looking at now. And as Nick mentioned, there's quite a large indoor area in one of the in the barn, which now has got a pizza um, a restaurant in there, a pizza uh, maker in there as well. And then quite extensive seating, which which is game why we started going up there um, when we were allowed to drink outside. So definitely a nice place to go. Um, the full normally has the full. I mean, I've just dropped off that full range of uh, Whitby beers. Um, so I, I, I did try and list the ones that we had had. So just let me go. I've lost. I don't know what I did there. Don't want to start shouting them out because when I was there, they only actually had three on. Uh, uh, right, I think they were pretty much full on when we were there, weren't they? I think, yeah, rightly. Just bear with us a minute. So, I mean, I, I, my choice is the gold. There was there was a guy in front of me. He was looking quite looking forward. He wasn't from around these parts, and he yeah. he was he'd be looking at the menu. And then I said, "Well, I says instead of choosing off there, I says you need to look what's on the on the bar." I said because I don't think they've got them all on. So they just had the three on. I think there's there's a smuggler's gold, there's a saltwick nab, there's the jet black, which is obviously their stout. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there's the Whitby blonde. Um, what's the other one? I think they normally have a core of about five. And as I say, uh, that day he that's why they have an IPA and he was after the IPA, uh, but they right. didn't have that one yeah. on, unfortunately. So I think it was a, a blonde and a, a salt with nab I, I had. So I'm still just struggling a bit. Salt with nab's quite a sweet one, but the nice thing about the Weatherspoons in, in Whitby is that they always normally have uh, the Whitby beers on in there, yeah. So you don't want to hike up the mountain. And you don't want to pay four pound a pint. I know I shouldn't say mm, that. Mm. And you are a member of camera and you've there got your 50 pence voucher, then you yeah. can get a pint of Whitby beer for less than half the price that they're actually selling it for in the brewery. Yeah. Um, so like you say, the blonde, we like the blonde. I think my choice would be the gold, which is slightly more 4.2% uh, with Goldings. Jet Black. That Jet Black's great in winter, isn't it? I think that's if I was coming up next time oh, I come up. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd beer, mind it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a bit quite Guinness-like in that kind of, 4.5 percent, it's not too heavy. Yeah, well, as I say, if, if I go in spoons, that's probably what I'll drink in spoons. Yeah. I always go for the jet black in, in, in spoons, to be honest with you. 
And then I did, just because I was there with you, we did manage to try a pint of the, well, I think they have this experimental le level as well, don't they? So we had the, we did a pint of the Black Death Gothic Stout, which mm. was on keg only, which is 6.66, which again, was probably just a little bit too gothy for us both. I think it's that stronger side, wasn't it? So, but definitely worth going up there. Like you said, there's normally a, a good, a good cask beer as well, which is really nice. It's good cask beer, isn't it? Which again, sometimes can be a little bit of a, um, a hidden, a hidden thing. So the walk, the walk up the Abbey steps is a bit like if anybody follows Father Ted when they're trying to get yeah. Father Jack anyway. They have the bottle of uh, Jameson on the end of a stick. So the, the, the brewery is 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 the the, the shining star, the light is yeah. going up their steps, yeah. thinking right, just another yeah. fifty well steps to do, it. and I know I'm at the brewery. Well worth it. And then just to mention some of the places that again we have talked about before, but again our other favourites are the Duke of York, which is actually the bottom of the steps. Um, that's an osset out the an osset house these days. So some fantastic. No, I don't think it is. Isn't it? I think oh, well, they always I have think still free, they, they do now. Yeah. Yeah. They've just gone on, moved on to the osset beers. And they so. normally have at least one wit beer. I've always had jet black in there when we've been in there, yeah. which is great. Um, again, I mean, eating in there, as you know, Mike, up yeah. until we started going to the Abbey, that was the one and only pub we're really going with yeah. because you yeah. can get a seat. It overlooks the harbour yeah. in the old town. Uh, cracking fish and chips in there. Cheapest lobster salad I've ever had in there was about mm. 10 quid. Other places you're paying 30, 40 quid. Obviously, lobsters were fresh in. They had a surplus of them. So they were knocking yeah. out a full lobster salad for about 12 quid, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Fish and chips cracking. They do scampi in there. They do some big yeah. salads. Always been good for the food. You can't reserve a table, so it's a case of hitting it when you can. Get a window, overlooking the arbour. Uh, good range of Yorkshire beers on. Staff are always great. There's been a little bit of change over staff, but they know how to look after people. So I'd always recommend the Duke of York, absolutely. I think the downside is it, it is on probably the busiest street with isn't it? Which is kind of up, up through the old town, heading towards the steps. So it's always very busy there. Um, so again, perhaps go maybe um, early evening is quite nice. Uh, we have mentioned the waiting room, unfortunately, when me and Nick were there, they only they don't open in the day, they open in the evening, uh, about half five, I think. So this is right on the station. Uh, again, a very, very small place, so four or five tables, but again, great little place. Um, I know I've reported on that before, um, and suddenly it's open, I'd definitely go there. Always a good range of four or five different beers on. R really happy for you to try them, sample them, ask you what you like. And then again, if you remember, at the end of the North Yorkshire episode, I think Kieran, um, uh, Bruce's uh, nephew and star of the Yorkshire Railway, uh, he recommended the Endeavour, which again is a little bit out of town, again on that south side of the river, um, heading kind of out towards kind of where the um, the kind of shipyard and places are. Um, and that, again, gets a very good write-up, the Endeavour. And I quite like looked on their website. They're offering Yorkshire tapas at the moment, pork pies, pickled eggs, onions, gherkins, olives, seafood and scotch eggs. So that sounds... Uh, and you can bring your own fish and chips in the pub as well. So you can't be That's wrong there. Kerry reckon down there, there is where the best fish and chip shopping would be as yeah, well, take away, yeah, so... yeah. yeah. And then the place we regularly go is the Abbey Wharf, isn't it? And this is, again, for those, this is quite in the middle of the old town, but again, sits over the harbour. Uh, and like Nick was saying, a little bit like the Duke of York, if you can get a table out on that that, that uh, uh, veranda, it's very, very nice, mm. but the weather's nice. This was the old Burberry. Um, again, quite weird, really, but Burberry had a factory in Whitby for um, a lot of the 70s, 80s, into the 90s. Unfortunately, it closed down. Mm. Um, you can't understand why, uh, you know, whatever they are, high-end clothing manufacturer shows with me but there you go um and again i think quite a nice conversion isn't it it's a it's a fantastic building yeah obviously gets they've made full use of those views 
There's an upstairs a bit of mezzanine as well. There's a huge outdoor seating area. I've I've been in there when they've actually had school parties in, and obviously mm. Whitby is a popular place. Where, you know, we get mm. them coming to us to do a residential for a week, and Whitby because of the geology and stuff like that, and the the Dracula. And so yeah. I think they do a they do a they do a special um, a deal for fish and chips. So you know the kids, especially the kids from the inner cities, they get to experience real fish and chips. So yeah. It, yeah. it can be quite noisy in there. You've got yeah, yeah. school parties yeah. up there on the yeah. fish and chips because it is once again it's it's one of those buildings that, as you say, it was a factory. There's no soft furnishings, no. so it can no. be quite noisy. Yeah. You know, I sometimes find this going back to weather spoons again. Sometimes weather spoons can be quite noisy when they sort of this, you know, shaker style stripped down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you still get yeah. a lot of noise in there, but. Uh, Interesting building and a yeah. cracking view of the harbour. In fact, yeah. going back to when we were still semi-lockdown, you could only drink outdoors. We sort of ended up there and we were going to go up to the Abbey, but we said, well, yeah. actually, we've got a table here now. We'll stop here all night. I think, um, I think that was the first time we'd had beers, beers together following yeah. the unlocking of lockdown, wasn't it? And like you say, we sat on that end of the... Uh, of the kind of the random got, got a bit cold, but it was okay. Well, all um, you were shivering. I was sat in me, I was sat in my short sleeve. Me and another bloke uh, wrapped up in coats and gone as well. But it was only um, us two lads from Yorkshire, really. I know it was a good range of beers actually for a you know for a fairly I don't know mega place. You know, uh, yes, they've got lots of of, of macro lagers and and keg IPAs, but actually they also have two or three casks on and quite a different, quite a nice range actually. I remember. We were there for the week. We went in there. We used to call in there kind of quite late at night, really, on the, on the last one. And there was, a, there was a different beer on, you could say. So, Abbey Wharf, definitely looking out for. Then the other one we mentioned is the Black Horse, which is, again, a bit further as you're heading. It's in the old town, but heading back now towards the Swing Bridge. Um, there's a couple of quite nice pubs on this street. In fact, there's loads of pubs. Um, I, was, mm. I lost count. There's the Boarding we could have mentioned. Um, there's the uh, uh, Horse and no, Griffin. and Yeah, White, White Horse and Griffin. White like that, Horse and Griffin. More foody uh, place, that one. But, yeah. yeah. But again, the place that me and Nick definitely have, have been in a few times is the Black Horse. Many because it's got a fantastic little snug at the front, um, which is, again, quite retro, something like out of the 60s, really. Well, it is. Um, it's, this, this, this is, I would say, is is, is the, the least changed pub in Whitby. Yeah. And you've got the little front room, but you've got that side room as well. Yeah, which that's is, nice. Is well. what you're showing yeah. there. It, yeah. it, it, it's, it's not quite Victorian, but it's going back to what I would say sort of 40s and 50s, mm. completely unchanged, uh, you know, very, very traditional inside. And because of that, popular with the older local population. But yeah. once again, people who are seeking a, out a decent beer and a, and, a, yeah. and a traditional sort of pub, so you get couples going in there, you know, we go in there. So, yeah, and always a nice mixture of folks nice, in there. Yeah. Because it is quite tight and snug, you have to share a table, you have to sit next to yeah. folks, but it's inevitably yeah. you get chat with people. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I said, we, 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 he, it was a guy called Tex in there. We're very, I can't remember the Whitby character. I, I think he's, unfortunately, he's probably passed on now. But uh, I think last time me and you were in there, he was he was in there, full cowboy gear on, sat at the bar, drinking something like Jack Daniels and Coke or something weird. Um, actually, it was classic. I did a bit of research here, pub trivia. It was actually called the White Horse, and then it had to change its name for some reason uh, in 1828. And the bar, Nick mentioned the bar, apparently it's one of the oldest serving bars in the whole of the UK. Um, and, it, and it's actually fashioned on an American bar when they started in Sodom in 1870, which is uh, quite unique, really. So, uh, yeah, definitely worth having a look into the Black Horse, which, again, is on the old town in Whitby. And uh, we have we have a Bruce who is 
dialing into <laughs> us as we speak. Uh, it must have been thrown at the Crystal you, Palace. You, you can imagine that pub on a, on a dark winter's night, Mike, with, you know, maybe a couple yeah. of uh, folky people in there, you know, somebody with yeah. a fiddle and somebody with an yeah. accordion. Yeah. And you'd yeah. almost think you're in a little Irish pub somewhere. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, uh, a pub up in the Scottish Islands. It, it's, yeah. That's a tradition. It's, that's a quaint. So, yeah. yeah. And again, a couple oh, of beers on. Oh, here's Bruce joining us now. <laughs> You just go out and have a couple of beers, Bruce, then just wandering whenever you want, mate. It's fine, it's fine. We're not, uh, that's all good. I'm trying to work out where he is. He's still, is he still in a pub or what? <laughs> I, think, I think he could be in the Fox, is he? Can you hear us, Bruce? Where are you? Yeah. Sunday night session. Yeah. Just he's there, but he's just. I, he's, I reckon he's in the Fox. He's gone mute. I think he's yeah. in the pub. Yeah, yeah, he's in the pub. Anyway, uh, we, we, we can't tell you, Bruce. Just sh- just wave your beer at us. <laughs> Do semaphore. No, it's good because Bruce always moans that fortunes never open, but uh, you can't really mention Whitby without mentioning four. If you're into your food and your drink, then um, again, just up actually up from the uh, Duke of York, actually, at the bottom of the steps is uh, one of Whitby's very famous uh, purveyors of uh, kippers who have been there since 1872. So, very traditional. Um, God knows how they get around the health and safety rules these days, but uh, you can still look at the rear of the shop and the picture there is there, all those kippers on tender hooks and a <laughs> black screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so very nice. Definitely go and get a, a couple of kippers um, to, to wash down your beer in the morning or certainly helps with the hangover the day after. So look out for fortunes. Um, they, are, they are fairly eclectic hours, but you can normally smell them if they're open because you'll see the smoke curling up from the thing so um i'm glad we've got bruce in body if not in oh he's gone again now there you go and i, I think you're still muted as well bruce if you can hear him oh here we are oh we've got him now yeah. well we were we had him so good the- timing for bruce because we can't really mention anywhere without a sam smith's uh, uh pub uh, and whitby's blessing that it has two sam smith's pubs now i think going back to nick's opening comments about whitby we probably would say uh the jolly sailors is one to have a look in the door first of all or actually you can normally listen outside the door. Um, this one's right on the harbour front. It's just had a refurb, actually, but I mean, even in kind of Watts pub, it does, it does say uh, perhaps one to stay away from. Definitely a locals pub. Um, although it's a Sam Smith's pub, um, the rules don't seem to apply as they do in most of the Sam Smith's pubs. Um, but if you are looking for a Sam Smith's pub, the one that we would probably go in, and again, one of the first pubs that I used to go in when I was just about of age, was the if I remember going on a joggy field trip in there? Is the plough in and the plough is on the little kind of shopping pedestrian high street, isn't it? In uh, in Whitby, um, which again it kind of runs one up from the uh, the harbour on the north side. Um, so the plough is worth having a look in. Quite a very traditional old pub, um, and you'll get the normal Sam Smith's fare. So we couldn't really mention a Yorkshire town without mentioning Sam Smith's, really. So would you concur with that? Uh, Summary, Nick, are there about the... the yeah, uh, I'll have to admit, I've never been in them too. So the Jolly right. Sailors always looks to be a, a jolly place. Yeah. I think yeah. Bruce has been in. Bruce reckons it's all right. Um, mm. Yeah, but once again, that's easy to find. That's right on the harbour side on the uh, North Bank. Uh, and obviously it's yeah. Sam Smith's pub. Uh, but no, I've not actually been in any of those Sam Smith's pubs. Okay, so that was our little summary of Whitby. Um, I think we've covered probably most of the place that we definitely go in, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, Bruce, you're back. That's good. You're, I am. That's right. I muted myself. I've never used it on this phone before. Right. Okay. Yes. You've unmuted yourself. So are you uh, live can you, the can you see me as well? Yes. Yeah, we can see you. Uh... Oh, we're in the fox truck. There's David in town. <laughs> I know. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Oh, there's John. <laughs> there we are. 
Live from the pub. This is good, isn't it? Yeah. It, it looks yeah, like Liverpool. Really good. It looks like Liverpool support, does David? What's he wearing that red T-shirt for? Look at his face. He's <laughs> <laughs> fighting. Yeah, oh, God. First, first rule of fight club. Don't, don't talk about the bike club. <laughs> God. Oh, dear. Star told me fight. He said he slipped up on the park run yesterday morning. Oh, uh, nightmare. Oh, he's just the We've come to the pub tonight, but there's uh, Crystal Palace. I, uh, first of all, many apologies. I, uh, for some reason, cleaned out my head today. Totally cleaned my mind today. So I've been to the Crystal Palace and uh, they've run out of old brewery. They've run out of stout. Yeah, so I've had to go down to the Fox, yes. It's quite why, why, why they run out, Bruce? Just uh, unprecedented demand or is there a problem at the brewery? Well, it's certainly getting busy. I don't know. I mean, obviously, the barmaid didn't know if it was a carbon dioxide or lorry drivers. Mm. Um, yeah. It's been quite quiet there. I'm guessing that the... Uh, distributing the bulk of the beer to the busier pubs and uh, their quotas, their ration is running out quickly because I think last Monday night they sold out as well. So very strange mm-hmm. times here on the Holgate Road, yeah. Yeah, well, we had that we had that discussion at the start, didn't we, Nick, about some pubs have been like that. What's the range right in the Fox night, Bruce? They've got good range on. Well, no, again, it's reduced because now they've got all the salt oh, right. beers on. They've got... Um, um, I'll go show you the beer bar. I'll show you the bar. <laughs> can see it live look yeah yeah well, well it's full but tonight yeah, i've only got to i'm going I'm, to uh i'm going to got to, tomorrow bro. Only got so these on look that's it yorkshire blonde silver king celsius white rat voodoo and tetley's bruce no turn the phone beans. round turn the phone yeah. round so we see the ball oh yeah yes there we are <laughs> 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 right, lovely great that's it yeah all right there's yeah. nothing a lot more on than that have you, have you got your, have you got your 10 discount bro for your camera card I did edit to yes, that was good. Which was jolly good, yeah. No, so I say it's been a, a strange to do beer wise. Um, but uh, we're out in town last night. I did have some delicious uh, ice cream factory beer, I have to say. They're uh, fostering. Oh, all right, yeah. yeah. All right, good. So, good. Well, we need to make sure, Bruce, next time you're definitely here because next time it's your show. It you're is going to give us the rundown of the Isle of Wight, or the Isle of Wight uh, plus other southern ports that Bruce visited. Um, and sent me lots of nice pictures and a, and a summary about how much he was paying for a beer. So, so the plan is that the next time we get together, uh, Bruce is going to give us his whistle stop to his, his best beers of the Isle of Wight, Portsmouth, Hastings, uh, East Bourne, Brighton, East Bourne, Brighton. The price that Nick Coyle in the old parcel office is still having nightmares up that still, yeah. <laughs> well, Bruce, I, I said, Bruce, I'm going to London tomorrow just for night, so I'll be checking it out on Tuesday. Oh, excellent, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, six pound, uh, six seventy-five for a pint of neck oil, beef down neck oil, six seventy-five. Yeah. Well, you should have stuck up London Pride, mate. Yeah, you should have stuck up London Pride. It's because I've never forgiven us for tanker, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, before we upset all of our Japanese listeners <laughs> and uh, and the Asai uh, Corporation, we will, uh, good stuff. So yeah, that's an, so that's the plan for the next podcast, uh, which we'll do in a couple of weeks' time. Um, and then I'm going to follow up with uh, a little tour of Jersey because uh, Bruce and I, we spent summer on islands this year because you couldn't bloody go anywhere else. Um, and, uh, so, and then we've still got to start planning, really. So I had a great trip around Macclesfield yesterday, so that's definitely worth reporting back on because it's quite an easy place to get to. Um, and again, as I said to Nick, we spent what went to five, six different places. None of them were a pub. They were all one of these new... Shops been turned into a bar, micro bar. So that's uh, again interesting trend, really. And everyone yeah, was a lot of that going on down in Brighton, yeah. Yeah, and everyone was very, very busy. Good range of beers, though. So that's what you got to catch up on. So hopefully that's been a useful little insight into Whitby. Definitely worth a visit. Uh, we definitely recommend it. 
Uh, Nick, if you were going to pick one pub in Whitby that you'd want to go to? Ooh. Well, I have to say, I, I mentioned that, you know, up until sort of a year and a half ago, there was one early pub that we would go in the Duke of York. Yeah. And that was simply for Yorkshire beers, cracking view and decent scram. Yeah. So whilst I haven't been in there since we've been going back to Whitby because of lockdown, because obviously they don't have an outside area. Yeah. Um, we've always been going up to the, the Abbey Brewery. I would say, yeah, uh, probably next time go to Whitby, I'll be back in the Duke of York. Uh, Bruce, what yourself? Are you going to Whitby tomorrow? Where would you head to? Uh, um, we're off to the Duke of York, like uh, yeah. and Nick says. So that view, it's such a nice building. To have that view, there's nobody else quite like it. There should be more pubs like the Duke of York, but there is, is there really? Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's, the, it's the only place to go really. Especially we've got wind to see, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I'll, I'll sit on the phone. If it was sunny, I'd definitely go to the brewery. I just, I just, the brewery's got quite nice memories. I think it was the first place we really started drinking after the lockdown. You could go up there and have a few beers. Uh, we've been, I've been there with with Nick quite a few times, the family, um, and I, I quite like the. Well, I'd have, a, I'd, I'd start on the gold, then move on to Jet Black. But if it was raining, I'd be, I'd be in the Green Dragon. I've been in that little tap room with the two little old ladies looking after us, talking, to, talking yeah, about beer. And they still have tap the Imperial on, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Not being, last time we were there, we went to the Goth Festival, I think. It was last time we were there. Oh, right. And yeah. they did have tap the Imperial on. Right. Um, obviously, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be buying two thirds, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd have to get that they're not pints. So I'll be saying, I'm okay. It's only £4 a pint, even though it's two thirds. So <laughs> get away with the cost, really. Right, well, that's been a useful catch-up. Uh, we're still getting back in the swing of things after the summer. Um, but uh, we'll be back with you in about two weeks' time. So I'm going to mute Bruce because it sounds like the whole pub's now joining in. So pensioners, uh, pensioners are fighting again. <laughs> so Bruce, enjoy your beers. And gents, enjoy your beers. Uh, remember, you've got work tomorrow, Bruce. Those, those pair of them. Yeah, you tell us um, the civil and... servant, can't you? <laughs> and we will catch up with you again in about two weeks' time. So what, look out for the Twitter handle. We'll take it through. Uh, just remember that for we are now on Amazon Music as well. So if anybody wants to listen to us on Amazon Music, plus the Apple Podcast, etc. And reminder that if you've listened to us, why not watch us on YouTube, Malt Travel? And equally, if you are watching us on YouTube, why not try our podcast as well? So all the best. I'll play the funky music to get us out. Nick, see you soon. Have a nice Good trip night. to London. Right. Perhaps catch up on some news and, and beers that you've had there. Uh, in the time. Sither. Sither.